You're listening to The Cell Phone Junkie with Mickey and Matt, your source for news, reviews, and questions about the cell phone industry. Visit us at www.thecellphonejunkie.com. That's right, you're listening to The Cell Phone Junkie. My name is Mickey Papillon, and I'm your host for the show. We are on show number 28, which is another questions and comments show. So you're going to be hearing different things from people like you that are out there. As always, I'm joined with my co-host, Matt. Matt is here, (laughs) excited for another show. Uh, Lots of good stuff here to talk about. We've got uh, 10 questions and comments from different people and uh, some various topics. And uh, before we jump into them, we've got a couple of quick things that uh, I want to talk about here. Uh, First thing, uh, our condolences go out to uh, the James Kim family. For those of you who didn't know, uh, Kim was a CNET technology editor and was found dead on Wednesday afternoon after it had been missing for nine days. Uh, his wife and two children uh, stayed with a car that had uh, gotten lost in some some Oregon terrain, and the there's actually a technology cell phone component, and searchers uh, for the family were able to narrow down where the car was thanks to Kim's cell phone, uh, which was on and was actually sending out uh, a weak signal, and a tower nearby picked it up, and so they were able to narrow down the area because of that. So, but uh, our condolences go out to the family. Absolutely. We uh, sad, very sad, very sad thing. Um, obviously, I, mean, I obviously the only really good thing that comes out of it that is that uh, his wife and two children did make it, and uh, you know, unfortunately, I mean, yeah. all the things everybody takes advantage of technology and thinks it's the best thing in the world, and here's a part where it really, really did help. Unfortunately, just wasn't. Yeah, you know what can you say though? I mean, it's just it's just unfortunate. So, yeah. um, on a on a lighter note here, we've got two kind of neat things for the show. The first one is a new logo. Uh, very special thanks to uh, a good friend of mine, Melanie Day, who spent time over the last uh, oh probably month uh, working on putting together a really great logo. So. Uh, if you are listening to this show on a Windows Mobile-based device or on a computer through or an iPod, anything that shows the album art that's embedded into the podcast file, you'll notice that the the new file is uh, very uh, sleek, uh, black and white, and uh, with some gray tones in it, and a pretty neat looking looking logo. Something a little bit more contemporary and. Uh, kind of changes as the as the show changes as we move forward so thank you very much melanie for doing that i was kind of hoping that you would just like maybe you know just put my picture in there (laughs) just the picture of of matt and mickey just matt's face right at you there you go there you go then again people just be like oh 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 stop yeah Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) No no further delete Yep. the uh, the ne- the next pretty neat thing here that I want to talk about. I'm going to talk about it a little bit more at the end of the show because it's actually a uh, a service that was referred to me by one of the fellow listeners. And uh, what the service does now is the Cell Phone Junkie podcast has a call in line, so you can call in and leave us a message. And then on the future questions and comments shows, uh, we will play your audio track, and so you can hear yourself on the air with Mickey and Matt. So. Your question you're asking yourself now is, well, what number do I call? 
Well, because I'm a selfish person and I live in Phoenix, Arizona, I have a Phoenix, Arizona number. So if you're in Phoenix and you're listening to the show, it's a local call for you. And, and for those of you who are outside, you just have to dial a long distance. But I guess the good news is, is with pretty much everyone who listens to this show, you have a cell phone and you have long distance and you don't really have to worry about it. So the phone number is, if you get your pens out here and write this down, because I know you'll just be ringing it off the hook here. That's a joke, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that delayed reaction. That's the, the delayed. Second, that's the seven-second delay. I was really laughing at the time of the, at the time of the joke. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. The phone number is six zero two, nine zero three, four one one six. That's six zero two nine zero three four one one six. And I'll have that in the show notes and uh, pretty much in all the show notes uh, going forward underneath the email address, the cell phone junkie at gmail.com, and, <laughs> and, uh, and all the other information on how you can pick up stuff about the show. So, Now, if anybody can come up with some type of something with that number. Yeah, we're trying to figure out, you know, like 222 film or something like that. And it's tough because, the you know, the 602 is, you know, not we won't use that, but 903 is... You know the W O or X O X Y Z O. Yeah, I don't know. We're just kind of hosed with that. The the zero. So if, you guys come up, if they if they come up with something that we need, that'd be uh, really cool. Yeah. So if you can figure out what numbers those would make anything into, which I'm guessing it's going to be a whole lot of nothing, but that's okay. Anyway, it's it's neat and and uh, you know even if I get a, a bunch of hey Mickey, this is so and so, just wanted to call in and say hi. I'll still play them. You know, it'll still be fun to hear, you know, hear some people calling in. So, um, you know, let us know. If you, do, if you don't feel like writing, if you feel like calling in, go right ahead, and uh, it'll be a good time. So, Awesome. Well, you know, five minutes into this now, maybe we'll start with some of the actual comments for the show. Okay. It's just That's good. There we yeah. go. Okay. Okay. Let's start off here with a, a question. Actually, it's a question and comment uh, from Craig. And Craig says, stumbled across your show on iTunes. It's nice to know that there are other junkies such as myself out there. I like the show so much that I downloaded all of the shows, and I'll try to get to each of them as time allows. Excellent show. And listening to the show, you talked over the course of a few episodes of the plight of your friend Aaron and his stolen phone. I realize that Aaron is now on Virgin Mobile, and this is irrelevant to him, but I'll throw this out there anyway. One of the things that I like about a Windows Mobile 5 smartphone is the Exchange integration and the newest security and features packed pack that HTC either offers as a ROM upgrade for devices such as the Singular 2125 or already installed on devices such as the Singular 3125. The feature that could have been good for Aaron was the capability to remote wipe a device if it was lost or stolen uh, with just a few clicks at the Exchange console. I know not everyone works at a company that has Exchange, but I've heard of uh, companies that offer managed Exchange uh, where you don't need a server on site. Do you guys know of any services that are geared toward and priced toward a cell phone junkies that could have at least made Aaron feel safer about losing his PDA? Thanks from Craig uh, in Portage, Indiana, which I guess is near Chicago. Well, first of all, thank you, Craig, for writing us. Glad to hear that you're enjoying the show so far. Uh, one of my favorite things, you know, obviously, as I've said many times, is hearing what you guys have to say and some different input and different things like that. So as far as the Aaron situation on it, I, I have the same opinion. Unfortunately, he wasn't using the device uh, with a service that he was able to remotely wipe uh, wipe it with. And uh, I actually chatted with him about it, and that was the first thing that I said is, you know, do you have it hooked up to an exchange server that you can do that? And unfortunately, he did not. So uh, to answer your question, though, about some services that are out there, 
one of the my favorite low-cost services that's a hosted exchange um, is forsmartphone.net. That's the number four smartphone.net. So go ahead and check them out, and I'll put a link in there for the different service plans. They have a lot of options that for really pretty cheap. Uh, they do come highly recommended from many different sources. They're uh, on some of the different other podcast mobility podcasts, such as the Mobile Tech Roundup, and I know some of the guys over there use it, and uh, uh, Dave over at uh, Mobility Today, I believe, tried it out for a while, too. So if you're looking for a free service, I got a good one for you, too. It's uh, Mail2Web. That's Mail, the number 2, Web. Dot com and they've got some restrictions but you can use it just as easy for a push email service and actually uh, just a regular web-based pickup through an Outlook web access console at your desk uh, you do get quite a bit so you know do some searching there's a lot of options out there some may work better for you so I don't know Matt what do you think any well, other here's my question is do you through these services I mean are you just are you doing a full reset of the phone or are you just clearing email I mean what's how far does it go? Yeah, that, that device wipe, the way that that works with the new uh, Microsoft Feature Pack is it actually goes in to and deletes everything off the phone so that you get a basically a, a, a blank phone and there's nothing on it and it just goes back to the factory state. So it's okay. pretty nice. Basically a master reset. Okay. So What would work best? Like say for the queue, would one, one of these services work good for us? Oh, it it absolutely would. It's it's one of those things that works with all when you have the you know you and I have the upgraded software on the phone. So, if you had, if you had a company that hosted uh, your email an Exchange Server 2003 with the Service Pack 2, it it includes that, and you have to set it up for each user, and then the phone itself actually hosts a certificate on the device that interacts back with the server. And that basically through that conduit is how they do all the real-time push email and device wipes and stuff like that. So it's pretty neat. Works out pretty well. I'm just glad I've never lost my device. <laughs> yeah, there there are there are worse things, but that, I mean that was a a really good suggestion from from Craig. So I certainly appreciate that. Uh, question next question we have here is from Alan. And he says, "Hi Mickey." And Alan's wrote in before, so Alan, it's great to hear from you again. Uh, my wife and I are traveling to France next week, and my guess is th this email actually came in a couple of weeks ago, so he may be over in France right now. So I don't know if he's going to be able to pick up any of his podcasts while he's over there, but that'd be kind of neat if you can you can get this one while you're over there. Anyway, I'll be traveling to France next week. My daughter is loaning me her Nokia E61. It's a nice phone. <laughs> Real nice phone. Uh, I intend to get a SIM card to be able to keep in touch just in case. I don't expect to make or receive many calls. Uh, is it possible to send an SMS message from a U.S. cell phone to a phone in France? I know you can use a number of websites, but I'm interested in doing it phone to phone. I have a friend who says he is able to text his daughter in Italy on his Verizon phone uh, for the cost of a regular text message. Thanks, Alan. Well, I will tell you it is possible to send SMS messages overseas. It takes a little bit longer, and, of, of course, it uh, will cost a little bit more. What you have to do is you have to, I believe, contact your carrier and make sure that they activate international access on your account so that you're able to, uh, the person who's in the U.S. can do that. And, and some of them, by default, it's open. Some of them, it's not. So I don't know what carrier you have. Uh, but anyway, this way you are able to send text messages and make phone calls back and forth if you need to. Uh, international charges typically are a little bit higher, somewhere between 15 and 25 cents, depending 
uh, or per message depending on the carrier versus the typical uh, 10 cent per message. So check with your carrier on that international SMS messaging on the account if that's something you need to activate. So, uh, And fortunately I, I did reply to him when I got this message because I knew I wasn't going to be able to read it on the show. So <laughs> I'm not just telling him for the first time now as he's <laughs> over in France. Good luck over there by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's pretty neat. It's uh, you know not a there's a lot of people who travel for business, but uh, you know I I've been over to Europe a couple of times and I've enjoyed it. And um, I had CDMA phones at the time, so I wasn't able to bring them. Dang it! <laughs> so my here's Mike. So we got basically two different instances here. Really, what could happen is you have people that are texting people that have other numbers in other countries, or you have people that are texting people that are taking their U.S. phone over to the other country. Right. So it works on both. It, yeah, it? and in either situation, well, uh, on the taking your U.S.-based singular or T-Mobile phone across to Europe, I know you have to activate that because right, that right. is something that I know is restricted. But it's that what I'm what I'm questioning is if just you know make sure just check with your carrier. But I believe that you have to activate international calling because that's something that typically is not active just out of the box because obviously people you know you don't want to accidentally dial uh, someone that's outside the country when you don't mean to or if it gets it's stolen like, well, same type of thing yeah uh, yeah uh, it's like what Alan was saying he's got a friend who says he's able to text his daughter in Italy on his Verizon phone so I'm assuming that she has an Italy number yep mm-hmm. and I'm just trying to think if he did I've I don't. I wish I actually had somebody's international number. I would just try it to see if it'd work on my phone. Yeah. Well, but you, I haven't activated anything, you know. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a big deal. I'm pretty sure that you'd be able to do it, no problem. I just, like I said, just just verify with your carrier because again, I don't know who you're with, um, but uh, obviously one of the GSM guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 So. Next, we've got uh, Seamus here, and Seamus has a comment for us, and he says, I recently started listening to your podcast. As a result, I've been going backwards through the episodes. I would like to comment on episode 22. The water damage sticker uh, is only for the store employees to do a quick check before sending it in to warranty. There's another sticker on the battery that, that has to be submerged for a couple of minutes before it will be tripped. When warranty checks your phone, they do a check for rust and corrosion on the internal parts of the phone. I guess I should give a little bit of uh, credence to my words. I work for a singular dealer. I love the podcast and like the info you give. It helps me cut through the propaganda that my company feeds me. Um, And then he goes on to say, I disagree with you about the Razor. I think it is way overpriced, despite the fact that it is often on sale. And it's way too fragile and expensive to replace. Anyway, keep up the good work and take some pride that people in the industry are learning from you. And I really, really appreciated that when he sent in that comment. It really made me feel, you know, pretty neat about hearing that, that there are people out there in the industry. So uh, thank you, Seamus. I appreciate that. Pretty neat. Yeah, I mean, for me, that's, I don't know, I really, I really, I kind of agree a little bit on the aspect of the Razor. I mean, it does feel, when I play my wife's, it's a neat phone. But it does feel kind of cheap, um, and I think we did mention before we were talking about water damage about 
probably did notice how the sticker there was a sticker on the battery too. Yeah, actually, if you if you look at if you look at some of them, I mean, I think it depends on the phone, but you've got on the back kind of either where the SIM card goes in or where you've got your that barcode sticker. You've got one there, and then you've got one on the battery as well. So yeah, there are actually two. I mean, I understand. I mean, you know, they've got to protect themselves. I just sometimes think it's just a little too easy sometimes to uh, get that wet, and all of a sudden you're like out of luck. And you know, if you don't have insurance, you get better get ready to pay for a new phone. Yep, you bet. Yep. Anyway, anyway, thanks, Seamus. Uh, we got another one here from him and, uh, and a couple comments here. Uh, so we'll hear from Seamus again in just a minute. Okay, next we've got uh, comments from Brian here. And Brian says, hey, Mickey, hope things are going great. A couple of quick tidbits. I happened to be in Buffalo on Friday and went to one of the mega malls. I, of course, visited the wireless stores, Singular and T-Mobile, and they had a few new phones that had just become available. Just wanted to pass on how surprised and delighted I was to actually get to see uh, every phone live and fully functioning to try out. I have bought many phones in Canada from both the major carriers and independent dealers and I've never been able to see a phone live before buying except if the sales rep happened to have the phone. Uh, I've All I've been able to see are the dummy screens and so you point out in a few shows that how we have three-year contracts and he actually says apparently about one-third of the contracts are three years in Canada. Uh, and you can see how, how much of a leap of faith it is to lock in for three years when you don't actually get to see the phone live. Of course, you have the 15 to 30 day trial period to return the phone, but that's not good for customer service and it is costly to the carriers. I'm surprised the Canadian carriers uh, haven't caught on to having live phones like you do in the U.S. And he goes on to say, I saw the new James Bond movie last night. I mentioned it because Sony Ericsson phones are very prominent in the movie and play an integral part of the storyline. I actually think they played up the phones too much. Uh, but then it was a Sony film, so I guess they're trying to plug their phones. Cheers, Brian. And uh, real quick update here before we discuss this, Matt. He actually wrote back and just said, you know, I went by a different uh, Telus store today. He's got two over in his area, and uh, they had live phones on the on display. So uh, his comment about not having live phones was a little off. But, uh, again, you've been at stores up there that have not had live phones of all the models, which, you know, that's uh, – can be a little bit difficult you know it is really you're right on the nose there it's it's a leap of faith so. i don't i don't like it just because i mean what i've always to what i like to suggest to people is if you really want to buy from a certain independent retailer let's say because of a deal they have going on i always suggest hey go to the try to go to the major carrier store i know unfortunately this may not be in his case but like you said he's they do have them now but i try to tell people like here in the u.s go to the major carrier store, play with that phone there where it is live most of the time, or should be, get a feel for it, see if you like it, then be like, thank you very much, then go to the independent carrier. I know it's a little bit of a, you know, back and forth, but at least that way you can play with the live phone, because I'm sorry, you, I personally don't think you can get a feel from a dummy phone. No, it's... You know, it's weight-wise, you, know, you know, the theme, the feel, the just playing with the menus. Menu system has a lot to do with this sometimes. Yep. Sometimes people, you start looking at your menu system, you're like, oh, this really sucks. It, yeah, so. it, you know, without without actually taking the time to sit there and play with it, I mean, it is. It's very, very difficult. So, uh, You know, for me, it's that's what I do. I mean, I've done that before. Where if I wanted to maybe, 
you know, you want to check out the, the live phone of something, I'll just go to the major carriers or something. But uh, that's why I go stop at the different mobile stores and uh, check out phones there because I know the carriers usually have them live. Yep. And I'm wondering what mall he was at in Buffalo because I know Buffalo very well, lived there, grew up in that area about an hour south of Buffalo. And that South Buffalo's the same, like he's talking about, same area. It's an area where, you know, Buffalo is the closest to have the major carrier stores. So you're stuck with independents like maybe Raider Shack, where they don't have live models. Which is nothing wrong with Raider Shack, but a lot of times you may find great deals at a Raider Shack or something like that. But you're kind of like, like you said, you're taking that, you're saying, um, yeah, this looks great, but without, you know, having that live model, you kind of can't get a feel for it. And I'm just kind of. Yeah, yep. but um, like he's saying, I, I think he probably went to Walden Gallery because that's the one big mall I know right around the Buffalo area. It's like to, so if you're out there, Brian, you know, give us a message back or call us on the new phone number and let us know if that from right if that was the gallery you went to. Yep, absolutely. Uh, let's see. Well, Craig, Craig had mentioned uh, the plight of Aaron. I've actually got some comments here from Aaron, and Aaron says, "Just have to say that Virgin Mobile is working out fantastically." Another thing, although I can't initiate a voicemail from the main menu, I can reply to voicemail messages. A nice loophole that they either missed and or perhaps uh, is, a functional, is, a, is a function built into the voicemail system that can't be changed. Regardless, it's another way to conserve minutes when paying for them a la carte. And speaking of conserving minutes, that is exactly what a person does when they pay for them in that way. I just got a text message from Virgin Mobile that they're in going to be increasing their permanent pricing to $0.25 cents from the $0.18 cent per minute uh, after the monthly block of minutes that is for prepaid is used up. Hard to know why this is happening, but perhaps they're cashing in as people are waking up and realizing that these pay-as-you-go providers are much more practical for the light cell phone user. And more people are switching to them from the expensive monthly plans where they don't use up all their allotted minutes. So, interesting comment there. I mean, that's... No, uh, sorry to interrupt, but I'm thinking... I'm a, Like we've talked before, this kind of blew my mind a little bit because we've always... We've talked before about how people prices are going down it's it's getting cheaper for the carriers you know and that's in the permit rates and that's why you're getting more minutes for the same amount of money and, and it's kind of it kind of blows my mind to see like sprint did increase the text messaging rate mm, now yeah. now you're seeing this increase you know what's i want to know kind of what what's up with what that the I, heck I, is going on yeah now that just doesn't make sense to me i mean usually when you get you figure with more competition they want to keep their prices down to get subscribers, not increase them. That just doesn't make sense. Yeah, yes and no, but you know, and I'll I'll take the flip side of that. And my comment to that is going to be, quite honestly, this is really kind of a supply and demand type thing. If I had to put it in perspective, I mean, you've got a lot of people that are signing up for these types of services because they're light users, and you know, maybe they, you know, especially certain segments of the population that only use their phone for maybe emergencies or what have you, and are well, you know, just put the the fifteen dollars every three months or twenty dollars every three months on the phone and use it for you know five minutes, ten minutes a month. And that's a lot cheaper for them than having to go out and and sign up for a plan and it's you know and, and they just re up you every couple of months and it just works out well for them generally. Yeah, I'm just I'm all I'm all I'm thinking about is if you're gonna jump me to twenty five and you're prepaid and I don't have a contract with you and you're doing that to me and pretty much. As you know, I mean, if you're in a major market, you know, coverage is pretty much going to be pretty much the same for a lot of people. 
and this other guy over here's got prepaid too and he's offering me 18 cents why not yeah yep so all right well let's see another comment here from brian he's uh saying regarding phone upgrades it's a bit hard to find out information from the carrier sites i couldn't find anything on bell or telus telus advertises that if you sign up sign for a three-year contract you will get a free phone after three years but of course to receive it you have to sign another contract presumably for three years the phone will be one spe uh, specially selected by them presumably a model that's not selling well uh, to be worth at least 150 Canadian dollars. For some people, that may be fine, especially when you consider that with the way phones are improving t with technology, a phone three years from now, priced at $150, will likely have many more features than phones today selling for 300 Canadian dollars or more. Rogers will let you upgrade after a year. There is a $35 administration charge, but there may be other charges. Uh, there was uh, notice recently that Verizon is changing its cancellation fees to include a monthly reduction. Here we've always had a sliding scale rather than a fixed amount, but the amounts f uh, are on the upper end are higher. Bell charges $20 a month for every month remaining on the contract, minimum of $100, maximum $400. Similarly, Rogers charges $20 a month, no maximum. Uh, TELUS, $20 a month, minimum $100, no maximum, at least per their website. Uh, if you were only two months into a three-year contract, and so we're facing a $680 fee, <laughs> you might be able to convince them to take less. So if you're close to the end of your contract, it can be better to pay the cancellation fee and switch carriers, or at least use the, that as a bargaining chip if you renew with your existing carrier. Remember that we only have Rogers Fido as a national carrier on GSM, so there's no competition if you want to use a GSM phone. Wireless portability, number portability is scheduled for next March 14th, so I expect to see some good deals in early 2007. Ooh, that was a lot of information. Yeah, but some, some really well, good information from Brian. You know, absolutely. I, I love to. Oh, I love to always get um, feedback from people in other countries. You know, in other areas to see to really do see a comparison of you know how carriers are handling different things. And I honestly, I love number portability because. Uh, because it'll bring up competition a little bit more and makes it a little off. So hopefully, in this case, it'll do that for him. Because that man, I, I'm all I'm all for the whole sliding scale, you know, monthly reduction on that cancellation fee. But man, for some of those people to be charged, I mean, that's yeah. Well, and you, you know, and Brian, you're talking to two people here on the show that have used the U.S. you know number portability. Both uh, both Matt and I. I was in July, and Matt, you were in November, right? October, yep. end of October, November. Yeah, so you were just recently, and uh, it's worked real well for both of us. And, you know, we've both switched uh, from our respective uh, providers to actually, we happen to be on the same provider now. But um, that was just kind of a coincidence. But anyway, I mean, it, it works really well. There probably will be some some small issues at the beginning, but I think they'll, they'll get them situated as they go forward. Hopefully, they take some of the some of the things that happen in the U.S. and and be able to smooth those out as far as the timelines and who's giving who issues and <laughs> stuff. For like me, that. it was one of the coolest things I've done so far was I ported a home, well, I guess you could say a home digital phone type home phone number to a cell phone. That was my wife's. Did a number change and ported that in, and then that's that same number I ported again to Verizon. So I've actually ported that number a couple of times and it. It so, still works great, so I, I know the system works. I know the transferring from like even a home phone to a you know two wireless works too. So it's it's they great. definitely got it down pat. Yeah, yep, yep. 
I just feel bad for for you know in this case where I, I see the sliding scale, which I think is a good idea, but man, it's oh, I, I I three years, three years, <laughs> it's still kind of a stick in my craw. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, a quick question here from Austin. He says, I love cell phones. Are there any tricks for the Samsung SGH D307? <laughs> that was the whole message. <laughs> well, uh, not exactly sure what you're looking for, but uh, the, the D307 is, is a very unique phone. It's got a, a dual-style flip-action um, clamshell design on it that goes up and kind of over sideways, too. So there really aren't too many dedicated sites out there for the phone, so there's not too many of the, the tips and tricks uh, boards that are out there. But I did some Google searches, and I found some good reviews on it, and they kind of they give some info on it. So uh, that's about the, the extent of the information that we have for you on this phone. Unfortunately, I don't know exactly what you're looking for, but... Uh, Is this new? Is this old? I, I just have not familiar I, with No, it. it's, it's nothing. It's kind of a... I don't know, six months ago, maybe eight months ago, something like that. I mean, it wasn't anything real special, but uh, it was just a very unique style for the flip on it. So yeah, I do kind of like the looks of it, but yeah, this is where I kind of throw out to anybody that's listening: if you, if out there's ever seen this phone or played with this phone, let us know if you found any tricks because it, it's a lot of times you can find. I mean, like you said, I we went to Q users, and that's where I found out about the serious application to stream my serious. Radio to my phone, which oh, yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Love it. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a, some stuff that we'll talk about on one of the next shows. I was able to acquire a Slingbox this week, and uh, so I've been playing with that. So yeah, there's some, there's some fun media applications out there. But uh, was that now, now you and Jerry got one. I yeah. Don't, <laughs> who, who do I gotta know, man? Who do you gotta know? Yeah. Uh, another comment from Aaron. Aaron says. Uh, on cell phone unlocking and reuse, and this is actually essentially the same story that uh, that we talked about last week, and uh, it was basically the exemptions in copyright law and talking about Title 17 fair use of DVD content and also unlocking of mobile phones and being uh, basically it's now completely legalized, a legalized unlocking process essentially. So. Uh, but anyway, Aaron says, with uh, with regard to the cell phones, I, I think the new uh, legalized process will force cell phone companies to shift pricing pressure to the cell phone manufacturers to offset potential lost revenue on the cheaper service plans people will start to expect when they're not buying a, a phone with the plan. Basically, you just go to, let's say you're with T-Mobile and you want to switch over to Singular and you just take your SIM card or you go buy a SIM card from Singular and take your old T-Mobile phone and ready to go and so why am I paying you know for a phone I don't need a phone I have one so uh, you know people may hang on to their phones longer they have the opportunity to, to bring them over you know to the same to, to a new provider use the same equipment it's good I think it's good but you know the carriers don't want that to happen but they want you buying phones well of course they of course, do of course, there's, of course they always say that they're losing money on the phones and they're not making money off you off the plan for a little while so Maybe they would like it. I don't. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a catch twenty two there a little bit. Yeah. Where it's like opening them up so people can change easier, and not buy new phones. But if they're losing money on the phone, uh, you know, I mean, do they really care? I don't know. I'm. I'm guessing it's kind of a delicate balance, to be quite honest with you, as far as the what the providers are doing and what the manufacturers are doing, and the 
the the relationship that they have you know and you you sell x number of these phones and you sell you know whatever whatever it is but i'm wondering how how that will upset that balance so i, I really I, I had this you know. uh i had a conversation with a you know at my part-time job and uh with a customer about this kind of situation about how she was actually kind of she was uh, i should say a little bit of an older lady and she was pretty up on it, and we were talking about, you know, about unlocking and, and taking to different carriers and this and that. So, and I, like I told her, I said, I just don't, I just don't see, fine, they, they made it legal, but I just don't see the carriers really helping it out any anytime soon. Now, in fact, if anything, I wonder if T-Mobile will start to <coughs> kind of really clamp down on that, you know. Start watching that more. <coughs> they may. Yep, yep. Uh, another comment here from Seamus. He says, hey, Mickey, Seamus again. I've continued, continued through your old episodes. I have heard several times that you guys have a problem with the two-year contract system <laughs> that we have in the U.S. Uh, in the defense of the cell providers, and I don't often defend them, they don't make a profit on the account until 13 months into a two-year contract. And then they allow you to upgrade between 18 and 21 months, after which they're back to needing another 13 months to be profitable again. Part of the problem is the loss on the phone. Another part is the loss uh, in, is the merchant compensation. Uh, car toys, for instance, uh, when they activate or upgrade, get the first four month in compensation. So I hope that makes the carriers a little bit more reasonable. Well, you know, I, I know we probably complain about it, and I understand everyone has to make money. Everyone, you know, they're not out there just to provide us with something. I mean, I know they have to do what they need to do, and that's fine. We just okay. sometimes go, you know, a three-year th contract. It seems a little, in the okay. world of phones, it seems a little much. <laughs> uh, but here, here, my comments on this is, uh, yeah, they're they're they're. But then they're okay. They're they're saying they're losing money, but then they're okay with charging me thirty bucks for a car charger that I can buy at Walmart for nine dollars, mm -hmm. or on the internet for a penny. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's just so so. I'm sorry if I don't exactly feel sorry for them money wise, because okay, fine. If 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 basic user, let's just say the low end user is forty dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. And over course of year, you know, whatever that equals. Yeah, four eighty. Four hundred and eighty bucks. Okay, great. That's okay. I, I did good <laughs> do good math, okay? I but I um, did good. I did do 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 <laughs> Yes. Okay, continue. Oh, we are I'm just rolling tonight, I'm telling you. But uh, in the same concept, okay, fine. If you want to say that that person's not gonna make you a ton of money, fine. And you need to make that's the person that you don't make it up for thirteen months. But what about some of us that are have a plan like I do where I'm paying over 125, 130, maybe 135 dollars a month. I've got your data plan. I've only got so many minutes because I'm getting your unlimited data plan. So how was you know what I mean? So try to tell me you're not making money off of me. Yeah, it it try comes quicker. Maybe it's only six months instead of 13 months six, now. You know, six months, my buddy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, you know, it's like, it, it, let's face it. I mean, some of the carriers like Verizon, they charge more than the other carriers do. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, T-Mobile. I mean, I don't know. It's I just giveaway. kind of, you know, yeah. What, yeah. I mean, and I guess to, you know, in, in culmination of that, with all due respect, Seamus, yes, we understand that 
they don't make money for a certain period of time, and that is, in essence, why you have a contract. That's where the subsidies come from. We're aware. Uh, so, you know, we, we do keep that into in context as we talk about it. Sometimes we just get off on in different things and paying termination fees and stuff like that. But we understand uh, and certainly appreciate everything that they do that give us this little fun hobby that we get to talk about so i want i want you know i want i want wireless cares do more for charity oh yeah that's all yeah i'd love to see that okay all right (laughs) last but not least we've got a real uh i told you at the beginning i was going to talk about this a neat site from joseph and he found this in the telecom digest uh earlier this week and this is where we got our call-in number and the story was in the New York Times and it talked about what they called fashion numbers and how people you can now get numbers that you can use for whatever so for example I have a number here that we're going to be using the 602-903-4116 that you can call and leave us a question or comment and we'll play it on the show or perhaps you're someone who leads a very active social life uh, the, the website that we use, and anyone can go out there and use this, and it's free of charge, is privatephone.com. And you go in there and you choose your geographic area, and it, it assigns you a phone number. You don't get a lot of choices in it, but it sets up a, basically a voicemail system that will hold 10,000 messages. So let's say you're a social person and you want to go out and give out your phone number, but you don't want to have people bothering you at your home or on your cell phone or whatever. What a perfect opportunity to for people to contact you leave a message and you get back to them on your own time so that was what i was talking about at the beginning privatephone.com you know i'm thinking that you know i'm a pretty popular person i think and i i could use up some of those messages <laughs> well here here how about this there, this is another neat thing about it and one thing that i was actually thinking about at this time you can only sign up for one number however you can sign up for it anywhere so for example I've got most of my family is back in the upper midwest in the Minneapolis St. Paul area if I wanted to I could sign up for a number up there which I'd probably get like a area code 612 number and they'd be able to call for free that number and leave messages now it doesn't really forward the number that's an extra charge on the service that you can sign up for for like four bucks a month or something but that would be neat too for for a few bucks a month to sign up for a phone number in another area that people can call and then it forwards it straight over to your local number you know mm-hmm. all done it's actually powered by uh, net zero and uh, the stuff that they have and it gives you an email account and a voicemail account and all that good stuff it's pretty neat it's a pretty neat service so uh, I encourage anyone who's looking for a social number that you would like their their tagline is something to the effect of a, a a number so private you can make it as public as you want or or something like that. <laughs> That's not a bad saying. Yeah, yeah. So I I love this type of stuff because it's just it's neat. It just shows how you know technology just kind of keeps moving along and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Set up a number, have people call it, automatic forward. You just like like oh and I want to get up kind of on the same wavelength. We we're talking about the Simul scribe. Oh yeah, that's right. You had you have an answer for us to the 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 burning question from last week. Well, I did this. You know, if anybody was listening last week, which hopefully you all are, <laughs> um, you heard me talk about. I tried out Flurry and I tried out Simul scribe, and I I got a I got an email back from Simul scribe. They said that that I did get the first month. I'm getting first month free. It's only twenty five cents a message. After that, that twenty five cent 
25 cents a message covers sending it to I think he just talked about sending it to a ton of email addresses and text so I literally just left it and I, I put on there said so I said put on for text put on for email too that way I'm gonna both that way and it's only a 25 cents for both so yep so I was a little um, a little worried whether or not you know they would charge me for you know twice because I'm saying it two different areas but he said no it does not I asked him about you know is this gonna is my carrier gonna charge me anything extra for doing that because I'm kind of coming in it's almost like it's it's basically coming in between your carriers voicemail system is what's doing because when you turn it off you go right back to your carriers voicemail system but when you turn it on it goes right to them so it's almost like they're just kind of putting almost like a block in between I would think I, I would think no but I would say I didn't know if it was somehow if it was considered forwarding the call. You know what I mean? Yeah, but but is so the that, what's it forwarding uh, to? What type of number? It's just a regular toll number. Huh. Interesting. Well, in another area. So I was, what I'm waiting right now is my bill just is cut. So I'm just kind of what I'm going to do is I I did try it with my last within the time period of my of this bill that's just cut, and I was going to kind of see. Okay, let's see now. Let me look at my bill. See if I got charged anything extra on for my that bill call for forwarding. Yeah, yeah, for if they call forwarding charge. If there's a call forwarding charge, I know that that that's probably that's where it's going to be from. And then, obviously, I would not suggest it if you're going to get a call forwarding charge every time. But because they don't know. take that out of your regular minutes, they just charge you extra for it. Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure. I'm not how, how that's going to work because I have I had with T-Mobile when I was at the going at the end of a T-Mobile contract mm-hmm. and. Uh, I had I just knocked my plan down to the cheapest plan possible and just forwarded all my calls from that number as I wrote out the end of a contract at one point, and I did not get charged, but it was also local. So you know, I don't know, I don't know. This is the only thing. I mean, I'm going to get into the different carriers down the road, but this is the only kicker I don't really, I don't know. I I, I chose Verizon because I like I told you before when I. Certain area I sometimes visit, I need service there, and they're, them and Sprint really, really the ones that really have coverage there, um, except for maybe the regional carriers, which wouldn't work for me up here. And that's the only kicker is that I just feel like, like with data and stuff like that, Verizon just doesn't. Oh, it just seems like they don't get it. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit on the slow side, huh? Yeah, I mean, like you got Sprint's. You know their data package, and you know type in any URL, and just I don't know. They're saying different agreements really work for the consumer a little bit, and Verizon's like they they sign that YouTube agreement, but it's only going to be certain videos you can download, and you got to pay the VCast charge of fifteen dollars a month, which as you know, uh, it's not available in the queue. <laughs> it's not available in the queue number one, but it's also the fact of just I mean VCast is so limited too. And their get it now is so limited. That's why I just don't. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel they don't get it yet. I'm gonna. If actually while we're on here, I'm gonna see if I can look. I wanna look at my. See if you get charged. Yeah. Well, while, like you're, kind of while you're looking at that, I've got I've got one more thing that I want to mention before I forget about it on the private phone account. Um, I actually when I signed up for the account, I signed up obviously under uh, one of my email addresses. And got an email later this week that was from the. PR group that does obviously the different PR stuff and marketing for the private phone services and they have 
Uh, apparently, the have been contacted by the local CBS affiliate here in the Phoenix area, and they're looking for some different people to talk to. So I was contacted as a could potentially be interviewed for it. So keep I'll keep you posted on that because that could be interesting to hear. Uh, I either may get uh, some an audio bite or possibly a video clip. Um, on a local interview with CBS, depending if they decide to pick up the story or not. So that could be kind of neat. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll say, yes, I use my private phone account for the Cell Phone Junkie podcast. <laughs> Shameless plug. I want to be on TV. I want to be on TV. Yeah, fly down to Phoenix. We'll have you on. <laughs> so anyway, did you did you see the uh, did you see if it, they got chargey or not? I'm I'm scrolling through right now here. There's just there's there's. I would say probably so, not. Well, I mean, there was an extra extra couple small charges on my Verizon bill, and I'm actually scrolling through it right now to see if that's what it's from. There's like a dollar forty nine. Sounds like directory assistance. And did I do that one time? I think I might have done that. Yeah, that would do it. But uh, you know, I'm just hmm. I want to make sure I didn't get there. I, I got I actually got to call them because I had a. I not get not billing problems. <laughs> Please, no billing problems. You had enough I, of those. <sighs> and mm. no, it just says use the charges voice dollar forty nine. That's I, I don't like that. I, I want I want to I want a little more detail than that. But oh, there it is four one one. Yep. Mm, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, that's that's all we have for this week. Next week we'll have uh, about two weeks of news to to discuss. There was there were a few things that came up this week that we'll get to talk about as well as everything that comes up in the next week and. We'll probably end up taking off Christmas then too, because obviously we've got our families and stuff that we want to be with for, for the New Year or for uh, Christmas Eve, and so that wouldn't work. So we'll see. We'll see if we can schedule another day to do it, because obviously we we can always do it early in the week or something. Yeah, we'll figure something out. So unless we uh, have anything else, I think that wraps it up. Yes, it does. I'm uh, done. I'm done. I'm all right. <laughs> I'll, I'll stop talking now, everybody. All right. Okay, well, until next time, have a great week, everybody, and we will talk to you later. See ya.